0: Experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens, 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host: God Seven Nanasayo Poku Theme: I am about to do a new thing. Venue: Plot 16, potter City, Mutuopam. Now tonight, I just want to share a little bit on wisdom. Hallelujah. Somebody say wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. Now, as Papa has been saying, wisdom is not proverbs. Wise sayings isn't wisdom. The, The fact that you are profound or articulate in the way you use words does not mean you are wise. Wisdom is not that. No, no. We have to understand what Bible calls wisdom. Because if we understand why wisdom is necessary. We understand that when Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. That wisdom is better than weapons of war. But a sinner destroyeth much good. (laughs) That tells you a lot. So tonight we want to understand what wisdom is. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 said. Now wisdom is the principal thing. In all thy getting. Get understanding wisdom is the principal thing in all thy getting get understanding and uh, let me take us a little bit into you know the text by which it was written it's not to impress you but it's to bring your mind to something the word principal in the Hebrew is the word Rashid, rashid. Now, Rashid means head it means beginning it means start it means initiation Rashid means head beginning start initiation in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 the Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now in the Hebrew the Bible reads it this way Barashit ha Elohim ha Eretz ha Shamayim what he's saying now is that Bara is to create, but Rashid is beginning That means that wisdom was at this location When God was creating heaven and earth So if you say wisdom is the principal thing It also means wisdom is the beginning thing You cannot begin if you are absent from wisdom So there is no beginning without wisdom So if you have not found wisdom first, that's a false start. To begin a good home, wisdom. To begin your business, wisdom. To begin a ministry, wisdom. Because without it, there'll be a problem. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 10 verse 10, we we, we quote the B that says that wisdom is profitable to direct. By beginning, he says that, now if the iron be blunt, then he do not wet the edge, then much strength is needed. That means that anything in every area that has struggled is an absence of wisdom. The moments you are exerting too much effort, wisdom is absent. <laughs> then it also tells you that to have ease in any operation, you must encounter wisdom first so you can glide through life. wisdom is important wisdom is so important that the bible said that in Luke chapter 2 verse 52 we used that, that scripture yesterday he said that now Jesus first of all increased in wisdom the first thing Jesus increased in was wisdom it's the first thing the first thing not only so when Jesus resurrected and came and gave gifts unto us he says, but of whom are ye in Christ? Who of God has made himself unto you? Wisdom. That's 1 Corinthians 1.30. Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. First 1 Corinthians 1.30. He has made himself firstly. Wisdom to us. Before righteousness. Before sin. So the first thing Jesus became to us was wisdom. And can I surprise you? in first corinthians 12 verse 8 the first gift of the spirit is the spirit gave to one this gift of word of wisdom that means that in all god's operation wisdom has never been absent now i'll show you something from scripture very soon and i pray that we can pray a little bit now because james once said that he that lacks wisdom let him ask and God shall give him in that context he said when you ask, believe don't have a double mind that means that the energy of faith is founded on the dimension of wisdom you operate by God cannot do beyond the transformation of your mind so anytime you read the Bible it says that according to the effectual working, it means God is a mighty ocean according to your capacity determines what God will do So God can do all things, but according to it means there's a measurement determined by yourself. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there's something about wisdom. Wisdom is a person. And the personality of wisdom is such that brings us to the place where we cannot just learn wisdom. You see, wisdom cannot be taught, wisdom is caught there are some things in the spirit let me say this way everything you are taught is a door when you are taught something it is an entrance into that reality but you cannot use teaching to sustain the practice of the realm you are in so you want to enter this auditorium teaching is the gates you see here but it is a revelation that which is caught that tells you that this room is not for sleeping, it's for praying. Otherwise, you will enter rooms and you are misused in the room. So, when Jesus became to ask first wisdom, there's a reason for that. Because Bible says in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. And I said to you right now, that beginning means principle. So, if the beginning was the word, then it means that the New Testament calls wisdom the word. And the name of Jesus in the old covenant was wisdom. Proverbs 1 said, Wisdom crieth. Verse 24 Wisdom crieth, but nobody listens to wisdom. He says, In the day of your trouble, that's why he says, I have called, but you have refused. I've stretched out my hand, but you've not regarded me. 26. He said, The day you come to trouble, I will not respond. I will laugh at your calamity. This wisdom talking. That means that not to start with wisdom is a dangerous operation. I pray that as we hear these things that I'm saying, we will be determined to encounter wisdom on a matter. Will be determined to encounter wisdom on a matter. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. But this wisdom we are talking about, Bible says in First Corinthians chapter one, chapter, chapter chapter two, sorry, verse five. He says that now we this there is a wisdom we are speaking that the gospel will not stand in the wisdom of men, but rather in the power of God. Then he says, How be it we speak of a wisdom? which is among them that are perfect not the wisdom of this world nor of the princes of the world that is come to naught say come to naught now if you have YLT the Young's literal translation you see something very powerful he's saying that there are categories of this wisdom number one there is the wisdom of the world Number two, the wisdom of the princes of this world. Verse seven says that, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. So there's the wisdom of God, the wisdom of the world, and the wisdom of the princes of this world. But the wisdom of the princes of this world, Bible says, had they known him, had they known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. So he's talking about the demonic realm. That means that the enemy has a wisdom he's operating by. Please, can I repeat it again? Wisdom is not wise things. Wisdom is operational manual. It, it is not wise things. There is a wisdom of darkness. The occultists have a wisdom. The freemasons have a wisdom. But we children of God have not intermingled with the heavenly wisdom. Because it is spoken in a mystery. And so, when you see the world advancing in a certain way, there is a wisdom they are operating by. Now, when you read the Bible, the Bible speaks about Babylon the Great. Revelation chapter 18. Let's go there. The last verse. Please, let's look at this one. I'll show you something. A wisdom that operated in 2020. Revelation chapter 18, the last verse. The last verse. Is that the last verse? Okay, go to 23. Good. The, The one before this. He said, the light of a candle shall not shine no more in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard no more in thee. He said, for the merchants of the great men of the earth. He said, because for they were the merchants of the great men of the earth. And the Bible says that, for by thy sorceries were all the nations deceived. The Greek word for sorcery is the word pharmacy. Pharmakeia. So by so when you translate pharmakeia, it means medicine. For so by the medicines were all the nations of the earth deceived. <clears throat> Wait. No, I'm serious. So, what you saw in Corona was the wisdom of the princes of this world. They used pharmacy to deceive all of us. Yesterday, Pfizer was in court and they were now de- saying that there is no scientific backing to their vaccine, so they were just experimenting with the whole world sorcerer <laughs> it's an old word for, for they, 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 they called their doctors sorceress in the old times so by the medicines where all the nations of the earth, that tells you that children of God satan has not yet shown the antichrist He's prepping it there. I'll show you something. Revelation chapter 13 says that we will know him by his number. In the old text, he says his number is kai Zai zigma. What it means, it says he will come in the name of Allah. It's only two religions that believes the Antichrist and the coming of the Lord. Is the Quran and the Bible. It's only two religions that believes the coming of the Lord. Even the Quran says that it is Isa, Jesus Christ, who will defeat the Mahdi. Tell you, it's in the Bible, ba- it's in the Quran. The Bible speaks of four horses. The red horse, communism. The white horse, Catholicism. The black horse, capitalism. But the pale horse is where the confusion is. Because the text says the green horse. Islam's flag is green. No, and Bible says that, that horseman had a sword, beheading people. No, I want to bring your mind to something. The reason why Afghanistan was able to make insurgency was because Satan was making us distracted with corona. It's a serious no 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 the deception now will come. Jesus even say I have to cut the time short because even the elect will be deceived. That tells you the deception coming. Isaiah chapter 60 said it. Darkness shall cover the head and gross. Gross is the one that was in Egypt. The one you put your hand in it and you can't see your face. It means that people will be deceived and not know they are deceived and think they are right. And that is the wisdom of the world. Of the, of, of the princes of the world. So there's a wisdom operating. And child of God, if you don't let the wisdom of God take over, you can't read between the lines. Yesterday, Papa said it. This afternoon he said it. Satan is a master craftsman. He has one technology. When he hears something God wants to do, he will take the lead. Everything in the spirit operates by timing. That means that wrong, the timing of obedience can give you a wrong experience. God said to Abraham, go to the land I will show you. Sir, when he got there, he delayed 25 years. So by the time he was entering there, because Acts chapter 7 tells us that God called him, he joined his father, went to another city, waited a while. When the father died, now he obeyed God. When he now got to Canaan, where God was sending him was famine. Because the parameters by which God called him, because of delay, the circumstances changed. So when God calls you to preach and you delay, by 10 years time when you start, it will be harder. So if you, if you want to understand spirit things, it's timing. And I, I'll just touch on that before we pray so that God will open our eyes for some reason. We need that. Because if we don't get it, all our prayers will just be going and we don't even understand what you are doing. Oh yes, we don't understand what you are doing. One day, about seven years ago, I was lying in my bed and God woke me up. He said, start speaking in tongues. I said, Lord, for who? For what? He said, just speak in tongues. So I started speaking in tongues. I prayed for about three hours. And I said, Lord, what? is the reason for disturbing my sleep at 2 a.m then he says you have to maintain grounds that means that god told me that this one i'm not praying for anybody he has given me a perimeter i needed to be awake as a watchman because bible said put on the whole armor of god not fight come and stand because land guards are encroaching when you show up on the land they will back off <laughs> so some of the prayers is not because you have a problem you don't. Pray. jesus didn't have a problem but he needed to maintain grounds there's a ground them that you are giving me I've prayed for them you need to maintain grounds that's in the same auspices of prayer is the reason why he told Peter Satan sought to sift you as wheat but I have not I will pray I have already prayed it means in the morning he will list all the disciples John, James, Peter, Bartholomew, Thaddeus he prayed for everybody when he got to Peter he saw that Satan is acting legally so I pray for you maintain grounds That's why when you get that car, you don't stop coming for all night. When you get that baby, you don't say, because of my baby, I can't show up. You show up. Because you have to maintain grounds. You have to maintain grounds. You have to maintain grounds. You have to show up. It's a court system. If a case is called, and you are not in court, it can go against you. It's a court system. God called the case, and you were not found. (laughs) Wisdom is profitable to direct. Children of God, children of God, there's something I want us to see. This wisdom we are talking about, the Bible says, the princes of the past are there, which are coming to know. Do you have the YLT? This, this one part that I love so much, so that we understand something that's going on. Uh-huh. YLT of uh, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 6. YLT, YLT, the Young's Literal Translation. If you, if, do you have it? Okay, you have it, eh? Okay, you don't. Okay, can we try the NLT? I want to show you something. Okay. Alright. The NLT. Let's try the NLT and see. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 6. Now he says, The princes of the powers of the earth, which is coming to naught. Now see what he said. The, the, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to the world or to the rulers of this world who are soon to be forgotten. Okay, the royalty. Good. Look how he says the wisdom we speak among the perfect the wisdom not of this age nor the rulers of this age of those becoming useless can I tell you something and it will help all of us when we pray when a demon is leaving they manifest no demon manifests when he is, that he is not going to leave that means that when you were going home there was a spirit in you you were visiting your friends with a spirit the spirit was not leaving so he didn't need to show up So anytime you see a demon, in the revelation of this scripture, you should know it is departure. So it means they are going because if you were to hide, we shouldn't see a manifestation. What it also means is that in astrology, when a star is about to die, it moves. It's called a comet. So all the stars you call shooting stars are actually dying stars. That means that Man of God Every morning since the day Jesus died When we wake up Satan's power has reduced feather, Becoming useless So every morning we wake up The power of Satan is reducing Can you understand this? Listen to this He works in darkness Anytime the operations of hell become physical Anytime a witch begins to fight you physical It means they've lost it in the realm that they are used to They have come to the realm where it is showing that you are becoming useless. So, the more Satan seems to be making advancement, it is proof that he's becoming useless every morning. I declare over you whatever that problem looks like, the more you are praying, the more difficult it looks. It means it is becoming useless. That's why the more you pray, the more the thing seems tougher. is becoming useless it is leaving the realm of hiding and it is exposing itself that's why I'm praying for finances but I'm getting broke the more I pray about my marriage I will fight a lot it is becoming useless child of God be encouraged anytime you pray know this the physical manifestation is the proof that the spiritual has weakened you have shake foundations you have shake foundations hallelujah hallelujah that's the wisdom of this world. Can You can listen down please. You can listen down. The point is this. That tells you that. The moment I get deceived. Satan has succeeded in his educational plan. Because Satan has trained us. To see before we believe. But God said. When you pray. Believe. That you have received. Before you have so receiving is not physical. Yeah. Receiving is not a physical action, it is what we call the note of victory. It is the wonder when you begin to pray, you enter melodies of the spirit. Paul and Silas began to pray. When they finished the prayer and they realized they are shaking the heavens, they entered praise. Because God has won it. When God was going to fight for Israel, He said, Jehoshaphat, let singers lead. Let them lead let them lead and he knew those struggle with the information so he said believe in the lord thy god and you will be established believe in his pros- prophets also and you will prosper because what i'm come to tell you if you don't believe a prophet it will look like foolishness no soldier will fight today hold your your harps hold your lyres, hold your drums and your tambourines and let's march upon the mountain top and bible says they stood upon the mountain god set ambushment an angel was sent from above One hundred and eighty-five thousand men moab seah and Ammon, they were set in confusion and bible said that day they gathered the spouse three days continuous there's a wisdom from above there's a wisdom from above that means that you cannot operate by what you see that's not the wisdom from above God's wisdom is not earthly as James chapter 3 verse 15 says he said the wisdom which is not of God first of all it is earthly it is sensual and it is devilish but the wisdom which is from above first of all it is pure verse 17 it is peaceable Gentle, it means that anytime you are operating and these things are not in it, it is a it is a dangerous wisdom. It means if you are taking an action, pure means absent from ulterior motive. Peaceable means like Colossians 3 said, let peace be our empire. That means anytime I talk to Pastor Martin, when I'm leaving Pastor Martin, peace must be the end of our discussion. That means that as a husband, as a wife, when you are discussing a problem, the end of the discussion is not accusation, it's peace. So the reason why we sit down and say, let's talk about this, is to end in peace. So peace has ruled in the matter. Bible says, it is easily entreated, full of mercy. That means that the moment you are pretending this wisdom is God, you can easily be advised. So, any wisdom that has no opportunity for advice is a devilish wisdom. You say it is easily entreated. We can beg you that we are sorry. Full of good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. That's the wisdom that is from above. But beyond this, I'll show you something. I'll show you something. Then we pray. Now, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1. He said, doth wisdom not cry? He said, does wisdom not cry? And understanding put forth her voice. Then he said in verse 14, counsel is mine. Sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. That means that wisdom is your strength. But he said in that same wisdom, counsel is in wisdom. Hmm sound wisdom plus understanding all are part of what we call wisdom and so bible says something very interesting that in the same chapter 8 of proverbs verse 22 god was about to create the earth and he says thou possessed me in the beginning of thy way so before god created the earth he possessed wisdom to use it Why? Because all things were created by him, for him, and through him. Colossians 1.16 He is the image of the invisible God bodily. Colossians 2.3 says, He is the treasury for all wisdom and knowledge and understanding. So all the treasures of wisdom is in Jesus. And so God had to possess Jesus to create the world. By him were all things made. Nothing was made without him. This is the reason why, sir, when God said, let the earth bring forth beasts, In the definition of beast was God's directive wisdom. So anything that categorizes itself as beast was in the statement beast. And they all started showing up by themselves. So God didn't say, let there be giraffe, let there be horse. No, God said beast. And this is the operation of wisdom. Let me say this child of God, one of the things we have to deal with. In the operation of wisdom, you have to understand definition. In the operation of wisdom, you must understand definitions. In the worldly setup of of, of, the, of the worldly wisdom, this was happening. Today, every crisis we are going through with the Alphabet Mafia. Do you know them? Alphabet Mafia. They took the rainbow of Noah. You can see the picture. All right. So, every situation we are going through with the Alphabet Mafia. What is happening is that they are redefining things. So now, a woman is not defined as a woman. With a wound so Satan has entered our books and is using the energies of wisdom to define things and we don't realize that redefinitions define the ability to use the thing to its full potential the moment I call a table a chair there's a problem the moment I don't define a Christian as one that is incarnated by God there's a problem mm. So most of the problem is the kind of definitions you've given. And everybody here has their operational definition. Because when you read the Bible, sir, in Genesis chapter 8, God reversed the curse he gave Adam. Because of this offering, the earth is no more cursed. So since Noah's day, the curse upon the earth was lifted. But few people caught it. Abraham caught it. Oh, 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 are you here? So, if you come to say that Ghana is hard, I can also say Ghana is hard. If my definition of hard is that the gospel is struggling, but my finances is okay, then my hard becomes an operational definition for which I experience what I experience. If I say marriage is hard before I start it, it will be hard. I've defined it. I've defined it. So you have to check your life. There are so many definitions that is causing the problem. If the dollar gets to 10 CD, then the business will be hard. Who told you? Because whatever you do is not going to get any better. And it's not Ghana, it's worldwide. Because there's a battle for oil, sir. Everything they are saying, e-gas, e e energy is a, a Bible says they shall fight upon the fat provinces of the earth. That's what Isaiah said. And the fat provinces in the Hebrew means the oil regions of Medina, that's Saudi Arabia. So all these things will not use uh, fuel again. They are storing it. There's going to be an energy battle. Who has more oil? That's the Battle of armageddon and Gog and Magog. There will be a battle because of oil. And Russia is one of the chief producers of oil. Hallelujah. What am I saying today? If you don't understand the definitions you are giving to problems and situations, there will be a problem. Jesus never called any man dead. He called them asleep. Because if you are asleep, I just have to mention your name. You wake up. John chapter 6. I'll show you this very interesting thing. John chapter 6. The Bible said that. Jesus Christ, when he took the five, he said when he got to the place, he asked them, uh, where can we get bread? He says, sir, 200 penny worth is not enough to feed these people. Then the Bible says, another turned, Thomas, and went to find a boy who had five loaves of bread and two fish. So Philip said that we, no matter the amount of money we get, we can't buy enough bread to feed 25,000 people. Then Thomas also came and said, sir, uh, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. And he said, but that one too is not enough. So Philip is talking of absence. Thomas is talking of insufficiency. But Bible says Jesus himself knew what to do. It means that the things he asked them, it means when he asked the question, he wanted them to mention what the situation is. Before, they had to define it. That The definition is that we don't have enough money to feed 25,000 people. Number two, even the five loaves we have, it's not enough to feed. And Jesus laughed and said he knew what to do. He just lifted up the bread Gave thanks and smiled He said now begin to share When you check the other versions Bible says the disciples came to take the bread The bread didn't multiply in basket Sorry that's not what That school couldn't help you He said it was the fragments that were gathered in basket So the bread were multiplying in his hand So he broke it and they'll take it That's why Bible said he took the bread and break Not it What did he break? He broke that five loaves and two fishes cannot feed 25,000. That means that five loaves and two fish in God's book is enough to feed a nation. But in man's definition, it will feed 12 people. That's why the woman of Saraphta said, I will eat with my child and die. Yet God said, I have prepared her. means what she carried was enough to sustain her throughout famine but she had defined that it's our last supper so when the prophet said this is your limitation I will help you break it he said do mine first and Bible says as soon as she did that the oil and the flour multiplied kept on what I'm trying to tell you today is this thousand Ghana though it is not sufficient for what God wants to do in your destiny it is still enough and not a limitation for reason why you can't get a car seven bags of cement though it does not look like it can do anything when you see seven bags and you give thanks and break the limitation of seven it will begin to multiply because it is not the thing you have Jesus and God will always ask you, what do you have in your hand? That is why when you bring 50 Ghana to the altar, by the time you come next week, you are like, praise the Lord, I have 5,000. 50 Ghana was able to break the limitation and release 5,000 to you. I prophesy over your head and I declare in the name of Jesus, whatever your own definition has limited in your life, I command you to break in the name of Jesus. It will break. So when you get home, lay hands on the car and say, "I break the limitation of this car." When you get home, lay hands on your ATM card and say, "I break the limitation because since I got this bank card, I have never got ten thousand before. I break the limitation of thousand Ghana on this card." Jesus, break. So think about it. So many things are definitions. How do I know that? John eleven. Bible said that the woman came to Jesus and said Lazarus your friend is sick Jesus said it will not lead to death because Jesus didn't define it as a sentence of death though Lazarus will die he sentenced it that it will not end in death he defined it that this one even if he enters the tomb I have not defined it as an end as death. Lazarus' end is not the sickness. Lazarus' end is not this disease. Because there's a thing he can do beyond that thing they are saying. So, whatever you have sentenced to death, that the relationship has ended, Mm -hmm. that you are finished. Somebody stole $1,000 from your account. Hey, you have sentenced yourself. My children will kill me. You are sentencing yourself. Can't down. <laughs> Tonight, I want to, in prayer, redefine things. Redefine things. Redefine things. That oil and that, that, that flower, God said, that's enough for me. God said to Moses, what do you have in your hand? He said, a rod. He said, that's all I need. I'll use the rod. He, can't de- he said, I need an army. He said, you don't need an army. You need a rod. I can't speak. He said, your error will be your mouthpiece. It is a definition. When Moses got to um, Pharaoh, Bible said he was stuttering and confused. And God, he went back to God crying. And God redefined his state. I have made you a God. Do you know from that day, he didn't care about protocol again. That was the day I came to realize, child of God, as he is, so are we. Ephesians 2 said, you who were dead in trespasses, verse 6, he has quickened together and made you to sit together with him in heavenly places far above. Not above. The proposition said far above. Above is enough that you are above them. But he added far. That means that where you sit, the way you fight is not how you are fighting. Actually, the Hebrew said, the, the Greek said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The Greek word is a very interesting word. That's an old pirate term. It's called palais. Now, the word palais, French says to speak. (laughs) But it is an old term that was used by pirates. When you meet a ship and the ship is bigger than your ship, instead of you throwing your cannons, you don't throw it. You go and stand on a board. Then captain versus captain, we discuss. That if you try this thing, we'll sink your ship. You know I have more guys than you. So without... Because they are pirates, they are thieves. So without any battle, everybody respect themselves. Then they say, okay, you are the boss. Whatever you plunder will take the, the leftover so you can go. Then everybody goes. So he's saying that your wrestling is fundamentally a battle of speech. Because can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? There is no record in scripture that Satan has an arrow he it the fiery darts hold it but there's no also record that satan has a sword neither does he have a spear so sorry he has actually has an arrow now the arrow means that he can't come close to you he has to hide from a distance and shoot because if you understand battle warfare when the people are more than you you start clearing the ground by spe- arrows so satan does not have a spear Now that does he have a bow. Now that does, oh, that does he have a, sorry, he has a bow. But he he doesn't have a spear. He doesn't have a sword. But we have the whole armor of God. And child of God, can I tell you how that armor looks like? I I just want to bring your mind to something so you understand the wisdom God has operated by. Listen, the day you get to heaven, you realize that you had no excuse to succeed. In every area, all that pertains to your life and your living, God supplied power no 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 there was no area in your life god left untouched the point is that wisdom the difference between jesus and us if this same spirit that raised christ from the dead do you know that spirit he was the one that hovered over the waters before god said that ancient creative spirit is inside you how can you say you're not creative how can you say you're confused it's because you see the difference between us and jesus christ is that he knows something we are not knowing application of knowledge hmm. so there's a wisdom the world is using and the world does not the church does not understand it the weapons of our warfare they are not canal but mighty through God you know why Isaiah 59 describes the weapons in verse 16 he says when he could find no intercessor God wanted that there was no intercessor. So his own arm, Isaiah 59 verse 16, brought deliverance and salvation and sustenance to them. Bible says in verse 17, when God was coming to do it, look what he said. He wore the breastplate of righteousness. So the breastplate of righteousness we see in Ephesians chapter 6 is what God actually wears. So the armor of God is not an armor God designs for you. It is like Saul's armor he has put on David. That is why when we wear it, we don't have to fight, we have to stand. Jehoshaphat wore Ahab's armor and they taught him to be Ahab we wear God's righteousness as breastplate God wears his helmet as salvation and wears the garments of vengeance as a clothing and he's clad with you. so when God shows up that breastplate of righteousness Ephesians chapter 6 mentioned that you have is what God uses personally that's why he said you have to be strong in the Lord before you can wear it so when I come to fight is God's weapons I'm fighting with so when the devil shows up because he sees God's dress on me he will stumble and fall because you are hit with God in Christ you are hit with God in Christ have that revelation and then when you begin to pray you understand the ascension of your prayer life You understand the ascension of your prayer life. That's why wisdom is necessary. God possessed wisdom before he started. This is wisdom, in my own words. Wisdom is knowing in advance what you later wished you knew. Simple. It's my operational, you know. Sometimes I have to operationalize the word. Wisdom is knowing in advance what you later wish you knew. This is what Jesus had. That's why Jesus never corrected himself Because he never retraced a step And said, oh, I shouldn't have been in Galilee wrong, wrong wrong, nation Neither did he say, oh, Peter, sorry for rebuking you Wisdom was operational in Christ So anytime Jesus spoke, there was no need to say sorry That means that by the time a child of God is saying sorry who is operating in wisdom? He is not saying sorry because of error. He is saying sorry because he wants to present relationship. So when I tell you sorry, it's because I want us to be okay. It's not because I'm wrong. Because wisdom will prevent you from retracing steps. I didn't go well. And I didn't speak well. It's profitable to direct. Profitable. So when wisdom comes, it changes everything. Child of God, I'll end with this. Papa said it yesterday. I just felt led to, ah, say it. it. The wisdom of God is when he created man. This will be a little but try. The wisdom of God is that when he created man, he asked the waters to produce fish. Then he asked the birds to be produced from the sky. So wherever they were produced from is where they lived, habitat. Now the psalmist said that, O Lord our God, thou hast been our dwelling place in all, not some, all generation. The word dwelling place means habitation. What that means is that God told the earth to bring forth beasts and the beasts came from the earth. God commanded the waters to bring forth all fishes of all sorts and they appeared. God told the feminine to produce birds. When they got to creating man, god didn't tell the earth hear this god spoke to himself let us just as the earth has made beasts and the sky has made birds, the godhead let us make man in our own image and likeness so genesis 1:26 to 28 was not on the earth it was in the godhead So there's a word in social sciences, sciences and history. And that word is anthropology. The word anthropos is man. Logy is steady. So anthropology is the study of man or the origins of man. Now, so anthropos in the Latin means the one who looks up. The psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence has my help come from? It means to be a man your posture is to look for help that is why prayer <laughs> even the messiah once he wore the dress of a man he needed help he needed help do you know the Bible says in Luke chapter 4 after he had been tempted by the devil angels came to minister to him they brought him refreshment Bible said he was going to die on the cross he prayed in Gethsemane Lord if it's possible take this cup away and as he wailed God answered him by sending an angel to strengthen him God needs strength have you not read in Isaiah chapter 40 He said, have you not heard neither have you read but he that watcheth over Israel neither sleeps nor slumber then Bible also said that he that watcheth over Israel he is neither weary nor does he faint he rather gives strength and power to him that is faint Isaiah chapter 40 the verse 29 and increased might to him that has no strength so God is not worried but because he's in the tabernacle of man man's the law of man is depend on God so any human being not depending on God is something below man <laughs> to be a man is to ask for help My help coming from above. Because that's how God postured you. You know why? The first thing man saw was God's face. God didn't breathe upon Adam. He breathed into Adam. The Hebrew means mouth to mouth resuscitation. When Ezekiel's bones came to flesh, Bible says a wind blew upon them. So the Hebrew is very specific. Upon, not into. So the four winds east, west, north, south, in Ezekiel 37. Bible said the four winds blew upon the men that lie and they stood. But when he came to Adam, God knelt down and raised Adam's head. and So when Adam became a living soul, the first face he saw was God's face. Wait, 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 wait. And that is where the Greek word prayer comes from. Prosekomai. It's from two words. Echo my, which is wish, desire. But prose is face to face such that you can feel the breath of the person on your face so anytime you pray God is face to face in front of you and you are exchanging gas so your weakness is absorbed They that wait upon the Lord you think you are just praying wasting hours though your outward man is perishing your inward man is being renewed because your his expiration is inspiration and when I expire, all my faults are absorbed by God. So end with this. Between wisdom and knowledge is understanding. That means that the bridge between wisdom and revelation is understanding. That's why when Paul prayed He said that God may grant unto you A spirit of wisdom and A spirit of revelation That the eyes of your understanding Will be flooded with light So with that understanding You cannot bridge wisdom and revelation Revelation comes as information Apocalypse It is lifted So for instance If this chair Or this uh, uh, um, offering thing is, Is covered And I lift it up That is revelation But wisdom is what is this for? And I know what it is for, and I use it accordingly. It's not a chair. So wisdom means I know I've seen it and I know exactly what it is meant for in the time it is meant for it. That is why in Mark chapter 6, verse 2, he said the people astonished at the way Jesus was teaching, but they were what? Amazed at what wisdom he had been given to do mighty works so wisdom is expressed in mighty works the psalmist said in psalm 136 verse 1 give thanks unto the lord for his good and his mercy endureth forever give thanks unto the god of gods for his mercy endureth forever give thanks unto the lord of lords psalm 136 the verse number three give thanks unto the lord of lords for his mercy endureth forever he said how that he has done all these things, his mercy endureth forever, verse 5 said how that through him and by him he has by wisdom made the heavens, so God created by wisdom so that everything you see had a name had a definition today when we pray, let's ask God flood me with understanding because Proverbs sixteen twenty two says, understanding is the wellspring of life It means life cannot flow when there is no understanding. So understanding is what makes a thing come alive. The moment I don't understand it, the man in the chariot in Acts chapter 8, Philip asked him, understandeth what thou readest?" He said, I don't understand. Except a man, show me. When he understood, it was not Philip that led him to Christ. It's not Philip that said, be baptized. Understanding made him say, this is water. What prevented us? So prior to that, he was by water. But understanding prevented why the water was. That means a child of God, you are in riches. You are in glory. You are seated in heavenly places. But understanding is making you live like you are walking in earthly places. But the moment you understand, your prayer changes. You understand the dimensions of prayer. Before God, we are lambs. Before the world, we are lions. You don't roar in front of God. You roar before situations. The Bible says in James chapter 5, the prayer of a righteous man, availed much. The amplifier said, the prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Available power is not utilized power. You don't pray to a mountain, you speak. A lot of us say, well, I've prayed about the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> you don't pray about problems, you speak to problems. You pray to God for strength. How forceful are righteous words. So you're strengthening the accuracy and the strength of the word you speak and as you strengthen the word you speak when Solomon went to God he asked first for wisdom and God said because thou hast asked for wisdom that means that the things he got as addendum was because he asked the right question he asked for wisdom so God said because thou hast asked for wisdom and not for the next of thy enemies I shall give you your enemies that means if he asks for his enemies he will not get wisdom neither will he get wealth that means that in anything you are about to start tell God Lord what is the wisdom concerning this issue today Papa shared something else in the afternoon that a lady was complaining she started and started, started and the pastor said this does not require fasting all you have to do is go and hold your husband's leg and say I'm sorry sometimes the wisdom is not paio it's going to say sorry and we have ended it is not a prayer topic it's a wisdom topic prosperity has three dimensions liberality, which is generosity, stewardship, and spirituality. We always stay at generosity, but we forget the stewardship. Stewardship means there's a way you comport how money is used. You have to learn how to avoid waste. Money is not an entitlement, it's an entrustment. God must trust you to bless you. It's not you deserve it. Does He trust you? He gave you 2,000 last time. And you say, if you give me that 2,000, I will sow all. And the devil who so appeared and connected you with a problem in that same 2,000. And say, Lord, next time. God said, I can't trust you again. So this one, you pray, pray, pray. God said, you have to give my trust. It's a trust matter. Because sometimes, <laughs> the psalmist said, they that so in tears. So it means there's something causing you tears. But instead of you sitting in your room crying, You found an offering. And in the tearful situation, I came to sow in the tears I'm in. It's not the money that made you cry. It's the situation making you cry. Why? Proverbs 13 verse 8. The man's ransom is his riches. That means that all your problems is a cash away. Proverbs 13 He said a man's ransom is his riches. It means when they pay me salary, 2,000 cities. And I have a problem in my family. In that 2,000 is the ransom from that problem. So when pastors tell you that sow a seed it's not collecting your money, it's this all the seeds you sow is ransom against that attack of Satan against your life, a man's ransom is in the money he gives so you have to ask yourself why are, you, why, are you, why are you working, 5000 Ghana city it's not your harvest in Ghana, 5000 Ghana it doesn't do anything so why are you holding on to it that is your whole life why don't you put it in a place where it can be multiplied it's the ransom for more it's the ransom for more when you see people give, not all of us give because we have a lot. A lot of us give empty account. A a Tonight we pray, Lord, let understanding come on me. Because when understanding comes on you, you know what to do. At the time you have to do it, in the season you have to do it. Sometimes we see men of God, we don't even understand what's happening. One day I was in service, sir, uh, and I, Papa was laying hands on me. You know when he's talking, Papa will touch your shoulder. The Holy Ghost whispered to me. Last two, I think the last two nights I was here. Daddy. And when you were laying hands on me, God said to me, he says, listen to what he says any time he taps you. There's something transferring. He said a man of God does not tap you for fun. But you see, you are used to it. So understanding is gone. So they are tapping you, don't know what is happening. And you are still sick. <laughs> 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 that they do, pa. Every time, say, Jesus. Jesus, in your heart you are collecting something so we can all be sitting here but the product of our life is not the wisdom we are receiving it's the understanding we attach to everything there is understanding let me end with this if you come to church and there is no understanding why you sit here there will be a problem this is why you give up but Bible says do not forsake the gathering together of the saints of which some of you are in the habit of doing Hebrews chapter 10 25 and in some way, you do that the word forsake means you will be left behind have you noticed anytime you miss church for two weeks and you come back it's as if the church has gone ahead and you are behind so when you miss church, you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are for, you come back feeling like you have been left behind. It's a sin that the day is fast approaching. This is not the time to miss church. This is not the time. When understanding comes, a lot of things will change. Anytime revelation ends, religion starts. You don't have revelation about communion, it will be religious. It will be fun and bread and I am a far communion communion it is revelation as God then how do I activate revelation go and listen to a tape on communion again your spirit will stir up ah I've been taking this lightly he said he that taketh unworthily not he that is unworthy that takes so it is the taking that is the problem not the person that is the problem he that taketh this bread First Corinthians chapter 11 from 29 he said he that taketh this bread unworthily as an adverb. Adverb modifies a verb. So the unworthily is the process you take it. You are taking the ah, it's one of those bread. Ah, today uh, um, um, the sugar was not enough. The sugar, the drink is light. Why did they use raspberry? Ah, ah just, the taste of the drink is it's unworthily. It's said Perhaps when you do that, you enter damnation. Number two, when you're also taking it unworthily, what you're doing is this, you forget that it is a communion. When Jesus took the communion, sir, remember, he drank it and gave the same cup To his disciples. That means that what you have with God in communion. You have with your brother. It means you can't take communion having malice with a sister. Because the communion you have with God. We are sharing the same cup. And say if you do that and you don't descend the lost body. You will remain sick. And you will will not understand. When the wisdom of God comes. It changes a lot of things. It changes a lot of things. And tonight we will pray. God grant me understanding. Because I've heard a lot. You can tell you have read a lot, it's plenty things. You don't even understand why you have you have to buy books. You think buying books is for pastors. So as long as you stand by every book, you're like, ah, so saw are so now. Like the way you are gathering a library, don't be a man of God. It's not that. <laughs> eh? I, Daniel, understood by the writings of Jeremiah. So there's a kind of understanding that only comes from book, Daniel chapter 9, verse 2. If you don't read, you will never get a certain understanding we are all seated here if if I didn't connect to Papa 2006 I would never have grace for all night I used to sleep at all night when Shemkong oh, and demons are moving there's nothing painful that even you are awake demons are coming then you have opened your mouth you are allowing them to enter you freely oh, shame come? a spirit entered you I was in a meeting like that sir and we were casting out devils. all of a sudden cockroach left somebody and somebody was sleeping the cockroach entered the trousers that was it. Yeah, because you have not mounted guard. You're sleeping. When they are casting out devils, of you to be praying, you are like, hmm, hey. When a friend comes to sit by your side, then you give space that, mm. You're afraid of that demon. So, the moment understanding comes to you, through even the writings, something happens to your spirit. Tonight, wisdom is profitable to direct. But the understanding God gives us, Yes, the papa said that family life. There's a blessing, and any blessing, and any miracle, it's God who gave it. Let me say this to end. When the disciples tried to cast out the devil in Matthew chapter 17, they said, why could we not cast him out? Now, the reason they asked the question was because what Jesus did, they did. Let me put it this way. In Matthew chapter 17, this was a, come out in Jesus' name. Out, out. The devil was displaying. Jesus came to say the same thing. Because think about it. If Jesus did something different, they would all fold their hands and say, Ah, oh, that's why. So he did the same thing and said, why can, How come ours didn't work? And Jesus said, Oh, you of little faith. Then he says, You faithless and perverse generation. After he spoke about unbelief, he said, How long will I be with you? That means that, sir, you can cast out devils because I'm with you. If I'm not there, the devils will not respond. That's what he said in Deuteronomy chapter, chapter eight, "When thou hast built fine houses, 12:13, and thou hast stayed in vines you did not plant." He said, "Do not forget that it is the Lord thy God." He said, "Don't think that it is your might." Verse 18 says, "Then thou shalt remember that it is the Lord thy God, that giveth thee power to make wealth." Jacob stole words, but the words still landed him in trouble. He stole the blessing, yet he was swindled. Why? Because the fact that you've been blessed, does not mean what you have received will happen. Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9 And Joshua, the son of Nun, received the spirit of wisdom because Moses laid hands on him. But Joshua 1 said, this book of the law will not depart out of your mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mightest have good success. Now, find me the YLT. Now, the reason why I'm using YLT is that the Young's Literal Translation is a very Hebraic translation. Very Hebrew. So, when you check the Young's Literal Translation, it doesn't have future tense. The Hebrews don't have future tense. God will bless. For instance, when he said, and I will bless you, and I will multiply you. In the Hebrew, it's wrong. The Hebrew does not say, I will. The Hebrew says, I have. So, the Hebrews read their Bible in faith. God is not now come to do it. Why you? That's how the Hebrew read their Bible. So look what he said. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, look at this. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You see, he's using present tense. Thou hast meditated. He's not saying you will. You have already meditated. Day and night. And you have observed to do all that is written inside. Because of this cause, thy way will prosper. And you will act wisely. The Hebrew word for the word good success is wisdom. So success is an operation of wisdom. You will act wisely. I thought the impartation should make him wise. But it is meditation of what he has been imparted with that causes the manifestation. So a lot of us have received a lot of impartation. You didn't sit down in your room to ask, what came on me? All this oil they put on my head, what happened? And you meditate on it. Then what is in your spirit will come alive. One man of God said, the longest distance on earth is from the head to your heart. It can take 20 years for what you know up here to enter your heart. The longest distance. Can you can stand to your feet? Can you lift your right hand to heaven? Paul prayed a praise for this cause. Since the day we heard of your faith and your love towards one another, we cease not to give thanks and make mention of you in our prayers. That the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. That ye may know. It's not that ye may do. Ye may know. It means that without knowing, doing is is impossible. If you don't know, you can't do. That ye may know what is the hope of his calling. And the glorious riches of his inheritance in the saints. As your hands are left, Just open your mouth and tell God that God grant unto me the spirit of understanding. The eyes of my understanding should be enlightened. May I know in advance what I later wish I will know. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Centre, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus two three three two seven four zero zero nine nine three three or 233 Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.